anybody that's listened to me for any length of time will know that I'm a lover of my little sayings, as I just say. And I've got another one for you. This is a Japanese proverb, I believe. And it goes, You can't cross the ocean if you're unwilling to lose sight of the shore. I love that shit. And what I love about proverbs generally, and cliches generally, but particularly proverbs, is they're typically only a sentence or maybe two at a push, but it would take you the day talking about them to explain them fully to somebody. Okay, there's there's a depth to them. They're, they're dense. Okay, they might only be 10 or 20 words, but you could write a book on the back of it. Okay, and I'm not going to write a book on the back of that, but I'm going to attempt to talk for 15 minutes about it. Now, I'm going to repeat it. You can't cross the ocean if you're will. Sorry, you can't cross the ocean if you're unwilling to lose sight of the shore. Okay, now to me at least, another way of phrasing that would be you'll never achieve anything if you're unwilling to go outside of your comfort zone. And I think that's a huge, huge problem with people slash me. Okay, that's been a huge problem of mine. And from the very get go, it was the one thing that I pushed back against the hardest. And I did that by uploading the rap, I did that by uploading the bit of poetry. I did that by doing solos generally because when you fucking upload, when you record yourself monologuing for 10, 15, 20 minutes and upload it to the world, it's not nothing. You're, 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 without fucking being too melodramatic about it, but there's an element of you bearing your soul to the world. And it's a weird one because it's both empowering and whatever the opposite of empowering is all rolled into one. So, it's great for your confidence. You know, if, if you if you do what I do, which again, I recommend everybody do, which is have their own podcast, whether it's solos or conversations or both or something you've made up yourself. Maybe you're going to fart into the microphone and upload that. I don't care. I genuinely think people should have their own podcast. What, they, what kind of content they put out, you know, each their own. But I think that ideas are better out there than in your head. Like even if you're a big giant fucking racist or homophobe or sexist or, or whatever it is, if you, even if you're a prototypically bad person, I think that you should promote your ideas. The idea being that at least then people will know to avoid you as opposed to letting them fester and you not basically ever giving yourself the opportunity to see the error in your ways. Because if, you, if you're fully convinced of yourself, like a lot of people that are 100% convinced of themselves in in relation to whatever topic it is that they hold dear, them being unwilling to have those ideas scrutinised is a red flag as to the legitimacy of their claims. Okay, I, I respect somebody who, regardless of whether I agree with them or not, if they're willing to, to put their money where their mouth is and vocalise their thoughts. Because I think far too often we say we say things in our head, things like, Oh, you would say that. You're only a fucking prick anyway. You say it in your head, but if you said it out loud, the person might turn around and go, the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is your problem? Why am I such a prick all of a sudden? I was grand up until now, but what's changed? You don't think I'm a prick, do you? And even that injunction, it makes the person kind of go, no, you are a prick. 100% you're a prick, and this is why you're a fucking prick. And maybe it'll fall out. And maybe that's the best thing that'll happen both of you. Or maybe it'll go differently and it'll go, oh, you're not a prick, I just fucking said that. And I'm sorry, okay? You're owed an apology. You're actually not a walking bastard. 
I just called you that in the heat of the moment and I retract it, I apologise. And you can kind of, you know, you, your relationship can grow from there. Okay, there's, 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 some sort of a, there's some sort of a progression. Anyway, getting back to the Japanese proverb that I started with. Shut up, dog. I think increasingly these days people are more and more unwilling to step outside their comfort zones. Because stepping outside your comfort zone is essentially the same thing as putting your head above the parapet. Now, that's an expression that I've probably rhymed off 101 times without fully explaining it. The idea of putting your head above the parapet, I think, actually, I'm going to double check what parapet means. Bear with us two secs. Fuck, I'm not back yet. I don't have the internet connection here to Google parapet. I think a parapet is the part of a tank, as in like, not a tank full of water, as in like a military tank that tank that fires shells and I think putting your head above the parapet is basically poking your head up out of the tank the idea being that you poke your head up you poke your head up to see what's going on around you and bang some sniper fucking blows your brains out now it's either a tank or a parapet might have been a part of a trench in World War One. so back when they were doing trench warfare you'd have to stick your head up to see you know if there was somebody running towards you to murder you to bits and in doing so, you lifted your head up, a sniper could see you, and bang, he blew your brains out. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Sticking your head above the parapet, any time that I've mentioned that, it basically means that you're putting yourself out there to be shot down. And there's massive utility in doing that. Because a lot of the time, if not all the time, or at least a majority of the time, that we stop ourselves from doing the things that we want to do, it's that fear that people that think we're weird, or people that will think we're strange, or... You know, you're, you're, you, you don't want to give people more reason than they already have to think that you're a weirdo or an oddball or strange or in some way not normal, okay? Now, I personally think that that's all nonsense. I think that whatever that psychological occurrence is, is a legacy issue. It's the same thing that has us afraid of snakes and spiders, okay? That shit runs deep. Okay, we became afraid of snakes and spiders when, since before we were human. Okay, we were some sort of a primate living in the trees, and these things fucking hunted us. And if they didn't hunt us, like I doubt spiders ever hunted us per se. But you get a bad enough bite off a spider, even these days. Now, never mind back in the fucking day before there was any such thing as anti venom or anything. You're fucked. Okay, so there was utility in knowing certain things were to be avoided, even if those certain things wouldn't go after you per se okay but anyway that voice in your head that says don't be weird don't be picking up dead animals on the side of the road what will people say what will people think what are the repercussions for your the rest of your life if do you want to get you know known as the guy who does that thing like there's a there's a great joke if i can fucking remember it now and not make complete balls of it o'brien built a wall and it was 200 foot long and it was 10 foot tall. But nobody called him O'Brien the wall builder. And then O'Brien built a boat. And the boat was fucking 200 foot long and 50 foot wide and 100 foot tall. And it was the best boat that was ever made. But he wasn't known as O'Brien the boat builder. And then he built a skyscraper. It was 250 stories high and it was the biggest and best skyscraper ever. But he wasn't known as O'Brien the skyscraper builder. You fuck one goat... <laughs> okay and I think what makes that joke funny is that that's the fear 
that you'll be known for that one thing. You do one weird thing and then you're known as the guy who did that one weird thing. And doing that one weird thing will basically follow you around for the rest of your life and fucking essentially haunt you. Okay, so there's there's deeply embedded reasons why we're afraid to stick our neck out. I mean, even that, even, even the way we say it, you know, I'm encouraging people to stick, our, to stick their necks out. But I mean, presumably that expression dates back to the fucking good old days when we guillotine people. Okay, sticking your neck out, you know, is either to get your head chopped off or your throat slit. Okay, not exactly a positive connotation. Okay, so there's an inherent fear within us all that has good reason in being there. I don't think it should occupy as much of our minds and our psyches or whatever way you want to phrase it as it does because these days we shouldn't be as afraid as we needed to be going back millennia. Okay, there isn't a wolf, there isn't literally a pack of wolves outside the house but we have a pack of wolves attacking our camp or village or whatever the fuck it is that's ingrained on us or our troop of monkeys or whatever the fuck it is Okay, that threat of things coming to kill us, okay, it used to be for lions and now it's for mortgages. Only you would never have a lion after you for 40 years, but you would have a mortgage after you for four years. But we don't have mortgage circuitry. We have lion circuitry. Okay, but getting back to what I originally started saying, you can't cross the ocean if you're unwilling to lose sight of the shore. Okay. This is, to me at least, is all about risk. Okay, and you'll never, you'll never get to the other side of the river and therefore to all the land that's the other side of that river if you're so terrified of drowning you can't step foot into the water. Okay, and it's, it just explains how our fears, real or otherwise, stop us from progressing. Okay, our fears, they stop us from taking risks, but it's in taking risks that all the benefits are there. There's another expression, and actually, fuck, past guest and friend of the show, Porrick Riley, his missus liked something on my Instagram, off the lead official on Instagram. And I didn't recognise her photo, and I clicked into her profile to see who it was. And his missus, on her bio, she had a quote, I think it was a Joseph Campbell quote. And it's something along the lines of the cave that you don't want to enter harbours the thing that you most want. Something along those lines, okay? It's a Joseph Campbell quote. And it basically means that like the, the other variants of that are the thing which you most want is in the deepest, darkest part of the scariest forest that you can think of. And for me, the pot of gold down the back of a cave that's guarded by a fucking dragon, I suppose is off the lead being a success. I spoke about this not that long ago. I'm, what fears, what, one of the biggest fears I have in relation to what it is that I'm doing is how successful it could be. And that's a weird fear to have but it's a fear nonetheless. I'm, I'm afraid. It's almost as though I'm afraid of success in some sense. Like, what would, what would, what would 
making my dreams a reality mean? Like, what if I had an agent who was lining up guests for me? What if I had someone who was looking after my social media? What if I had a producer so I didn't have to worry about setting up mics and getting the sound right and fucking soundproofing and all that fucking jazz? If I had all these people and I was paying them all and the whole thing was a success, well, then it would ultimately, like, their careers would essentially rest on my being as good as I am at this, if not better, on an ongoing basis. And maybe I don't fucking need that fucking stress. Who knows? Maybe I've just invented that out of nothing as an excuse for not fucking driving on and propelling this whole off the lead thing forward. But in any case, you'll only get you'll only get out of life what you put into it. And if you're afraid of putting yourself out there and exposing your soul to the world, you're never going to achieve what you possibly could have achieved. That there's always there was always risk. I mean the you know the 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 bigger the risk, the bigger the return in in most cases. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, you fucking remortgage the house and put it all in black and fuck it. Like, why not? We're here for a short time, not a long time. I'm not talking about that, okay? I'm not talking about putting yourself into fucking savage debt on some fucking pipe dream. That's not what I'm talking about in the least. What I'm talking about is putting yourself out there and being comfortable enough in your own skin so that you can do that. Because if you're not comfortable enough to share what's in your mind with the people around you, you're never going to be able to fully formulate these ideas. And we all have these ideas. Not the same as mine, and mine aren't the same as yours, but we all have notions of how our life could be better. And for the overwhelming majority of us, what's stopping us from uh, realising those goals and realising our potential is just that internal voice. It's just that internal voice of, don't pick up that dead pine, Martin Frano. People will think you're weird. And again, I can't stress this enough. That part of your brain is an important part of your brain. It keeps us fucking safe. But we don't live in the trees with fucking snakes and spiders anymore. We live in climate-controlled houses with fucking soft furnishings. Okay, and smoke detectors and carbon monoxide protectors and fucking trip switches so we couldn't electrocute ourselves in a modern house if we stuck our tongue into a fucking socket. We probably could, lads, so maybe don't take that too literally. But the point remains, if we're not willing to take risks, if we're not willing to lose sight of the shore and risk it all, we'll never get to that next place. Like, the what's the, what's the expression? You can't cross the ocean if you're unwilling to lose sight of the shore. There's no point in just crossing an ocean. What's explicit in that without being said and therefore not explicit is that there's a bounty on the other side of the ocean. There's no point in crossing an ocean if you don't get somewhere. Other than the journey, I suppose, which is very important. But again, I don't want to get too fucking bogged down into the details here. The main point that I'm labouring to make is if you're unwilling to put yourself out there, if you're unwilling to say fuck it, if you're unwilling to have people look down their nose at you or think that you're fucking less than they used to be or whatever, if somebody, if you've got somebody in your life who thinks less of you for trying something, regardless of what that something is, if you're just trying something and that person thinks less of you, then fuck that person. Okay? Now, Maybe that person is your wife. Maybe that person is your husband, okay, or your mother or your father or whatever. You have to make your peace with that and you have to make a distinction between people who you can't kick out of your life because, you know, if 
if it's your missus and you've kids, good luck with that one. Yeah, divorce her. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're really divorced. Yeah, you can really divorce somebody that you've got kids with. No, you fucking can't. You might on paper, but you still share a child and therefore you're bonded together for life forever. End of. Okay? A lot of people seem to think that, oh, I could just get divorced and start over. Not if you've got fucking kids, you can't. Why am I talking about divorce and having kids? I should be talking about getting out of your own way and putting yourself out there a little. And there's a fucking challenge for you. Have a think about what you'd like to either have done or what you would like to do someday that you haven't because you're afraid of what other people will think of you. And see if you can bring yourself to maybe not do it, but tell someone. As I've, as I've harped on about before, there's steps in accomplishing something. So if you have an idea in your head, it doesn't matter what the idea is. It could be to build a fucking super corporation or it could be to mow the lawn or fucking tidy that drawer in your kitchen that's full of shit. Okay, it doesn't matter what it is. If you've got a vision to do something, the first step is appreciating A, that, it, that it's there. Okay, you have to notice it before you can enact it. So once you appreciate that it's there and you can concretize it in your head as best as possible, say it to someone. Tell somebody that you're thinking about doing it. Tell somebody that you've an interest in it. So before I started this podcast, I started telling people that I was getting into podcasts lately and I love podcasts and I think podcasts are deadly and I think podcasts are the future. And then, you know, a week later, I was telling people that fucking, this particular podcast, I really like it. This is the type of podcast that I do if I was ever to start up a podcast. A month later, it was like, you'll never guess what, I actually tried doing that thing and I, it actually, it, it didn't work out too bad. Would you have a listen to it and let me... And, and let me know what you think a week later I had branded the fucking thing and I had started now that's just me that's just how I did what I'm doing now and it's not going to work exactly for everyone but there's something in what I've done that can help everybody of that I'm pretty fucking sure of because we all have ideas whether it's changing jobs whether it's finding a fucking partner whether it's raising our fucking kids in a certain way or, or doing anything we have ideas in our head and we're afraid to share them with people because we're afraid of essentially losing sight of the shore. We're afraid of getting lost at sea forever. But these days, you can get a fucking long enough rope and tie it to the fucking shore and you can lose sight of the shore and still be tethered to land. Being tethered to land is having a good job. Being tethered to land is being financially secure. Being tethered to land is having solid relationships with your friends and family. If you can if you can get enough of the basics sorted, good friends, a decent relationship with your family, your you know, your wife, husband, kids, brother, mother, father, whatever it is, if you have some sort of job security, okay? I don't think people should take risks when they're hanging on a fucking thread. Okay? What I'm saying or who I'm addressing now essentially isn't people holding on by their fucking fingernails. Okay? You need to just take a big deep fucking breath and try and see some light at the end of the tunnel, okay? Don't be putting your head above a parapet when, you know, the slightest breeze could fucking kill you, okay? It's all well and good saying that you should, you know, visualise your goals and go and achieve them. That's fine, so long as you're doing it from a fucking solid base, okay? Or from a, or instead of using solid base, so long as you're tethered to the fucking ocean by a rope or something, okay? You don't want to... I'm not saying that you should cross or you should try and cross the ocean on a fucking raft that's made out of sellotape and empty milk cartons, okay? What I'm saying is take the time to get some fucking structure in your life. 
if you don't have it and if you do have it like i suppose this is the point i'm coming up in 20 minutes this is the point that i'm going to leave on okay if your job is relatively secure okay if you have a relatively good relationship with the people that you should whether it's your employer or your wife or your parents or your kids or whoever it is and if the majority of your life is 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 okay is pretty good you're on pretty solid ground okay those people they're specifically the people that i'm addressing if you have an idea go fucking after it because it won't come after you okay and the last thing that you want is to be on your fucking deathbed when you're in your 70s or your 80s or in your fucking 30s as happened to a friend of mine recently the last thing you want is to be caught with your fucking pants down going bollocks that thing that I would have loved to have done and that was always a little bit of a dream in the back of my mind turns out I'm, that's never going to happen because I've got stage 4 cancer okay and that shit happens people it happens to them in their 30s and it happens to them in their fucking 80s don't be on your fucking deathbed wishing you didn't do things two years previous or 30 years previous and then that's somewhat preaching out I'll chat you soon <laughs>